Welcome to the Digital Hive podcast, where we talk about all things digital marketing, from websites to social media, to email marketing, and all of the advertising channels. I'm your host, Emma Peacock. In this week's episode, I'm talking you through how to use email marketing as a service provider. If you're listening right now on your phone and you're sharing about listening along on your Instagram stories, make sure you tag us at Honeypot Digital so we can say thanks and give you a share. Most of the content we see online about email marketing is for those who sell products, but it's definitely possible to use it to sell services as well. You might not need as many segments or tags, it might just be a one list sort of a situation, but it's certainly still valuable. Remember, Outside of your monthly fee for the email platform, you don't have to pay to play and you'll always own your list. To get people onto your list, you should create opt-ins relating to your services, which prep people for the first stages of working together. This way, they're better prepared once they hire you, but the items you're giving them don't cross over with your services. This will also increase the likelihood that the people who get these opt-ins are your ideal clients. These opt-ins might be worksheets, guides, quizzes, or a free mini-session, where you give them a small bit of advice which they can implement to test out your knowledge and guidance. You can host webinars or live videos where people need to join your list to gain access on topics that surround your business. Each webinar should also end with a pitch to use one of your services, and after the webinar you can continue to provide these people with great content that helps them progress and then continue to pitch to them. You'll need to show your subscribers that you know what you're talking about to be able to sell to them. Send all blog posts, case studies and achievements out to your list so they can further understand what you do, your knowledge and why they should hire you to work with them to achieve the same results. You have a few options for the structure for these emails. Either restructure your content so a snippet is in the email and they must click through to read the rest of the post. This will give you more insights into what they were interested in. Alternatively, you could email them the whole thing, but only do this if it's unique content. A common style of newsletter is the weekly letter. Subscribers receive a weekly letter written by the service provider giving them tips or coaching. It's custom content for the sole purpose of the email and everyone receives the same advice, so it has to be quite general across your types of ideal clients. But people often find they get very involved replies and grow a dedicated community through this model. You can also send out a weekly or monthly summary of everything that's happened. So the blog posts or podcast episodes you shared, new client work or testimonials, plus any upcoming webinars or events, with a prompt to book a consultation called too. Make sure you segment your list by clients and non-clients so you never sell to someone you already do work for. Once you think you've sent them enough content where they begin to know, like and trust you, ask them to book a call with you or ask questions. If people are keen to work with you before this email, they can always head to your site, but this email prompts people to actively make a decision. You'll want to then move anyone out of this group who signs on and recreate the cycle so you send them more content, grow more trust and ask again over and over. Make sure you're sending them a decent amount of great content in between each ask, not just a couple of emails before you ask again. These email newsletters are all about striking a balance of showing them you know what you're doing without solving the entire problem for them so they have no need to hire you at all. You should also create sequences for following up once a service is completed, with content teaching them how to make the most out of whatever work you've done for them and ask for a testimonial so that you can foster that ongoing communication. This can take the awkwardness out of this ask but also means you don't have to manually do it. 
This automated way of engaging new people and offboarding clients streamlines much of your client processes, so you can spend more time actually working with them, which should enable you to take on more clients at once as well. One of the biggest decisions you'll need to make when starting your email list is choosing an email provider. We love two options for our clients. ConvertKit has immense segmenting and tagging possibilities, so you can create umpteenths of bespoke content for people based on their very specific needs if you want to. This might be good for you if you offer a wide range of services for different people. However, the one downside to ConvertKit is that, at least for now, your automation emails can really just be text plus some images. There's no easy way to use design and build processes for those of us that are that way inclined. There's no templates for you to build from. The other option for people who are really particular about how they want their emails to look is Flowdesk. It's currently in beta, which mostly means they are constantly adding new features and listening to their audience for what they want, so it's a bit of a work in progress functionality-wise. It still allows you to send, but they're sorting the nuanced details right now. It allows you to segment your list and create workflows, and while the segmenting isn't quite as robust as ConvertKit yet, the templates are out of this world. So if you want to send emails with beautiful styles, with photos and text combined in beautiful ways, but you're not so into MailChimp, give it a look. If one of these doesn't jump out to you as being the best immediately from those descriptions, just try them both before you commit to one. You can find links to try both ConvertKit and Flowdesk in today's show notes. That's all the tips I've got for you for this episode. If you have any questions about marketing your business on email, ask away in the Digital Hive podcast community. If you're not already in there, you'll find a link in today's show notes. We'd love to see you working on your email content, so tag us at Honeypot Digital if you post about it. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love it if you could rate it and review it. I'll be back here same time next week with a new episode. Bye.